0: This is The Download from Sounds Profitable, the most important news from this week and why it matters to the people in the business of podcasting. I'm Brian Barletta. And I'm
1: Evo Terra. Today is the IAB on Borrowed Time. Podcast ads see big gains again. Google makes misinformation less profitable. Podcasts grow globally. SXM enters the identity game. And Spotify stands behind Rogan even as earnings fall. Let's get started.
0: In the world of TV, Nielsen measurement has been the de facto solution that deals are guaranteed against for decades. But now, according to Tim Peterson of Digiday, alternative measurement solutions are gaining traction in tandem with Nielsen metrics, and for some publishers and campaigns, replacing them completely. Nielsen took its fair share of lumps last year, with the Media Ratings Council Board voting to strip them of their accreditation for local and national TV viewership due to undercounting audiences during the pandemic. And with their newly announced plans for Nielsen 1, a cross-measurement product, there's a lot of comfort in using new measurement partners in parallel to compare current Nielsen reporting while publishers determine their path forward. Incumbent measurement solutions are incredibly hard to shake. And this change in the TV landscape doesn't mean that overnight, Nielsen won't be the primary solution or they'll ever necessarily lose that top spot. But it does mean that any measurement solution that represents an industry can and should be challenged to better represent that industry and all participating members in it. IAB measurement or podcasting may be the default today, but we should always keep an open mind to better opportunities.
1: Good news for the podcast advertising industry. According to AdvertiseCast, the effective rates brands are paying for podcast ads have increased once again and for shows of all sizes. Their most recent study of the 2,515 podcast tract shows that aggregate, or the average CPM, is now $25.37, which is up from $20.50 this time last year. Doing the quick math shows that's an increase of 12.7%. Nice. And the news is even better for shows with the largest audiences, According to advertised cast data, shows that see over 100,000 downloads are getting an average of $23.08, up from 2009 a year ago. That's a 14.6% increase year over year, and great news for the growing value of podcast advertising.
0: The nonprofit ad tech industry watchdog Check My Ads continues to gain traction on holding platforms accountable for monetizing disinformation content. Writing in media posts, Carleen Lukovitz reports that Google has decided to stop serving Google ads on Fox News host and Cumulus Media radio and podcast host Dan Bongino's own website. This comes just a week after YouTube permanently banned Bongino from the platform for, you guessed it, repeated violations of YouTube's COVID misinformation policy. Quoting from the piece, it is not clear how much revenue Bungina will lose as a result of the Google ads and YouTube bans. However, as Engadget noted, Claire Atkin, co founder of the digital disinformation fighting nonprofit Check My Ads, tweeted that Gateway Pundit lost $1.1 million in annual revenue after its Google AdSense account was revoked for spreading COVID and election misinformation. Quick side note Claire Atkin is my guest on the next Sounds Profitable Ad Tech Applied, if you're not already subscribed. What's most interesting is Google, at least with their ad platform, doesn't have to make a decision on whether to censor content or not. Instead, they make the decision whether or not to fund it through their ad solutions. So sure, you can say anything you want on your own platform, but with this move, Google is saying pick someone else to make it profitable, a trend we hope to see echoed through all of media.
1: Every indicator shows podcasting had a heck of a growth trajectory over the last few years. But even though we count our numbers now in the millions, it's still dominated by English-speaking podcasts. But that may be changing. In Digiday, Sarah Guaglione investigates how podcast publishers and platforms are working to grow non-English language audiences. Quoting from the piece, Of the 600,000-plus podcasts that launched in 2021 that had declared a language in the RSS feed, a majority, 53%, tagged a non-English language, according to Dave Zorob of Chartable. By contrast, in 2020, less than half of the 900,000 new podcasts debuted in 2020 were in non-English languages, end quote. Knowing that the majority of new podcasts launched last year are presenting information in a language other than English is a huge turning point for the globalness of podcasting, which should be welcome news for any podcasting business looking to expand their global footprint.
0: The impending death of the third-party cookie and the degradation of mobile device IDs has been the backbeat of advertising for the past two years. But until this week, with Facebook shares dropping over 20%, the impacts have been far more fear-mongering than fact. Technology's focus on privacy means a more transparent world, and at the forefront of data collection for advertising is the concept of unified IDs, which relies heavily on consensually provided data from signed-in users, something we tend to assume doesn't apply to the greater podcasting space as Apple, Google, Spotify, and Amazon aren't keen on sharing that data. But according to SiriusXM's, SXM Media's latest press release, they're actively testing their proposal for an industry-wide framework that would enable the podcast player space to provide that data. Quoting from the article, quote, We are entering a new era of identity, both in culture and in technology, that defines us not by who we are on paper or the cookies we leave behind, but by our interests and passions. Audio ID is a consumer-first, privacy-conscious infrastructure that will deliver our audiences the best experience and give marketers access to data-driven capabilities like never before, end quote, said Chris Records, Senior Vice President and Head of Ad Product Technology and Operations at SXM Media and AdsWiz. While the reach is yet to be determined and public access to the framework has not yet been made available, this is incredibly encouraging growth in an area of podcasting we've previously considered
1: stagnant. And finally, yes, some news on Spotify's Joe Rogan problem. We know you've heard all about it, but we were waiting for Wednesday's scheduled earnings call to bring it up, and we're glad we did. According to MarketWatch's Jeremy C. Owens, Spotify executives said Wednesday they expect fewer subscriber additions in the first quarter than Wall Street expected, sending shares spiraling lower, but they contended the forecast miss was not because of the recent controversy. Spotify guided for 1 million fewer net subscriber additions in the first quarter of 2022 than analysts expected, and did not provide an annual forecast as they have in the past. Shares dove more than 18% in after-hours trading immediately following the release of this report Wednesday, though they rebounded to a loss less than 10% after Spotify's chief financial officer gave a bit of color on expectations for the year in a conference call." End quote. But the big question we have in podcasting is how much, if any, of the miss and projections can be attributed to protesters who take exception to Rogan's comments. When Spotify founder Daniel Ek was asked specifically if these misses were impacted by recent customer cancellations related to the Rogan controversy, Ek said, quote, um, no. <laughs> and the easy answer is we don't reflect any churn for the recent Joe Rogan thing in general. What I would say is it's too early to know what the impact may be. And usually, when we've had controversies in the past, those numbers are measured in months and not days. End quote. But Owen goes on to note, quote, Spotify stock has suffered during the controversy, falling 18% so far for this year. But that continued a previous downward trajectory. Shares have declined 44.4% in the last 12 months. And the S&P 500 index gained 18.8%. Watch this space as this continues to unfold.
0: And that was the download from Sounds Profitable. I know we went through these fast, so be sure to check out the links to every article mentioned right in your podcast listening app. And thanks for sticking with us on this grand experiment to give you the best stories you might've missed from this week. I'm
1: Brian Barletta. I'm Evo Terra. Special thanks to Ian Powell for his audio prowess and to Omni for hosting the download, which is officially its own podcast as of today. So be sure to follow or subscribe in your favorite podcast listening app or head to soundsprofitable.com/slash the download. And thanks for joining us. Robot. Download, compete. Quiet, auto.